fuck? That's you're taking a break from that, dude. <laughs> you're, there, there's heat on you right now. <laughs> it's like if this was Grand Theft Auto, you'd you still got five have two stars. stars on you. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys. You try to do something nice, you know? You try to say, hey, St. Louis Blues fans, hey, St. Louis Blues, you are doing something great, seems like a lot of fun, we want in. Yeah, we'd like to get in on that. We'd like to, we'd like to have some of this fun as well. Let's, hey, can we, uh, it seems, sorry, knock, 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 sorry, heard a little noise, seems like there's a party going on in here. We're not calling the cops, we're just wondering, maybe, could, could we come in for a beer? We try to come in for a beer and they have thrown beer in our face. Yeah, they uh they I think they like they they've thrown a keg in our face at this point. I have never been treated worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I have never been never in my life have I ever been disrespected, especially coming off of a nice gesture. Yeah, it it's a it was a very nice gesture. We're we're trying to share in the celebration. We're also, I mean, it's also a situation where like, hey, we're both thriving here. We're both doing well. There's enough to go around. Yeah, why not? You know? Yeah. And as uh, this point was raised to me, Blues are a Western Conference team. Right. What are the chances those teams are ever going to play each other anyway? Well, I mean, like two out of four at this point. Well, sure, yeah, I mean, not, well, not, yeah, like this yeah. season, but. I don't know. The regular season points stands. They're only going to see each other uh, once or twice, depending on the schedule right. matrix. It's if you really want to each do your own thing, then you can do that. But man, people are people just right off the bat extremely rude. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say right off the bat. I thought I thought uh, initially there are a, a lot, a of, lot blue- of excuse me. Well, yeah, it was a lot of like, oh, mm, what, what's going on here? What, what are you guys trying to pull? Yeah, I think there was a lot of that at the beginning, but there was also like a good portion of Blues fans are like, ah, I see what you're trying to do, and I, I'm on to it. And I think it's kind of funny, but uh, watch yourselves. And then, and then those people sort of brought in other Blues fans who were like, hey, fucking excuse me. Yeah, somebody try. I forget what somebody. Uh, someone tried to make it like. Of course, like we were being problematic. Yeah, I, I, f- I forget how they did it, but they were like, "Well, uh, there's been a lot of uh, you're disrespecting Laura Branigan's like estate, or or you're disrespecting Laura Branigan at this point." And it's like, mm. what does that ha- Laura Branigan? Well, wait, does- let's wait on Laura Branigan because there's also been a lot of like you're stealing content, you're stealing. Uh, like oh yeah, blues fans. Yeah, you want you want to roll up the sleeves and get dirty. Okay, here are some dirty facts for you. Uh, they stole it from Philly. They stole it right. from some geek ass nerd comic book bar they were in. <laughs> Don't know why they were in it. To each their own. Also, if we want to go further back, Laura Branigan stole it from uh, oh yeah, it's Umberto Tazi. Yeah, and again, I told you it was an Italian song first. Not surprising at all. Uh, again, there was pro- originally the Inexcel Cisteos were probably the lyrics to that song because where you find Gloria, you find those words as well. <laughs> it's just how music works. But yeah, this was where you, if you you stole it from somebody else, we're not even stealing it from you. We're not completely taking it, although we can get to that in a second. Yeah. We're just trying to share it. 
and being on the fun. And you guys are making. And it also, this- it's a fucking song. Like you, you can't steal a song. Yes. Have you ever been to a wedding? And then they play Don't Stop Believing, and you're like, oh, excuse me, I was at a different <laughs> wedding, and they already played this, so I know this is very embarrassing for you. I'm sure this this through no fault of your own. You, you, you probably didn't mean to do this, but you have stolen this from a wedding I went to when I was four. Uh, there's also been... You a can lo- only play Everclear, because <laughs> that's the only thing I haven't heard at a wedding before. There's also been a lot of, uh, well, I guess now we gotta take Sweet Caroline and play it at Cardinals games. Deal. Go fucking right deal. ahead. Deal. deal. <laughs> if that's what comes out of this deal, that might be the best Verbal part of it for us. is now binding. Yes. No take backsies. If you take Sweet Caroline away, or anything. Like, like you can have shipping up to Boston if you want. For sure. Take, yes. take most of the Dropkick Murphy stuff. Take, uh... Take take dirty water. Ah, I like dirty water. Uh, dirty water is d- dirty water has some weird uh, in Boston thievery going on. Like it sounds weird when they play it at Bruins games. It, it should just yeah. be a Red Sox thing. But and also it's just it's like a it's clearly a Boston song. Gloria is not a St. Louis song, so it's not like weird if we play it for the Bruins. No, yeah. Where's Where's Laura Branigan from? I don't know. The the grave now. No, 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 no. There's <laughs> no no jokes about Laura Brannigan being dead because this is because we are in the right. Mm-hmm. The blues fans who are being super weird and tagging the Twitter account of a person who obviously can't tweet because they're dead. Yes. And then somebody from their uh the management group that managed Laura Tweeting up a storm from a blue checkmark account right. called Laura Brannigan. There's, it, it's so, then, so weird. They are in the wrong. So, like an arresting officer, when you know the person did it, <laughs> you've got to be completely clean and okay. you're doing Wash this. Wash your so hands. I'm not making any, okay. jo- I'm not making it any is, jokes about I mean, Laura Brannigan. Nothing. They're in the wrong. Their Twitter the account right. is, her Twitter account is so weird. It is so weird. I didn't know that account tweeted the day so the day the episode came out uh somebody t- uh, tagged Laura Brannigan and was like uh a lot tell of snitch them. tagging. A lot of snitch tagging yes. of Laura Brannigan. So I I hadn't checked the Twitter account and I responded uh that's like a super weird move. Yeah. And then this person responded and was like what's quote weird about it? And then signed it like Kathy yeah, like she they, signs your all name the, is Kathy. She and you're signs tweeting all from the a tweets. blue checkmark Laura account. That's <laughs> yeah. you have to call that Twitter account um, like Laura Brannigan updates or Laura right. Brannigan's something that makes that clear. happens a lot on Twitter though. Like what? There, like there are a lot of like dead people Twitter accounts that just like post updates without any sort of signage to them. I guess. Yeah, it, it, at least she writes like this is. Yeah, she, she does. She does make it clear, but. Uh, it's it's a weird move. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the the Twitter is kind of the wild west, and I think that uh, that that group, whoever's tweeting on her behalf, is well intentioned. But I think you got to take a step back and say, is this a blue check mark account that says Laura Brannigan? Yes. Am yep. I Laura Brannigan? No. Is anybody else in the room Laura Brannigan? No. Should well, then guess who gets a commentary? tweet from that account? <laughs> yeah. no, right? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. what that's the only that's the issue. Like, I'm fine if you want to post uh, their like, dishing like attitude you said, on Laura's behalf. She doesn't know right. Laura Brannigan. For all we know, hated the St. Louis Blues more than anything. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's weird to post like commentary on certain things. Yeah. As 
as uh, Kathy from the other half management. And a, a lot of uh, a lot of like the thinking emoji and a lot of the eye rolling emoji. I'm like, look, if anyone wants, if anyone could be rolling eyes here, it's me. But again, we're not. We're we're in the right, so we're not doing anything here. Uh, Brewster, New York, is where she is from. Interesting, no not connection, cl- nearly to- close enough to St. Louis. Yeah, so it's it's a fun thing, and I'm glad they're continuing to have fun with it. But so are we, and bless you, all the uh, folks. Uh, I was saying this before the episode. From now on, when I don't feel like making a video, I'm just going to suggest uh, we should make this video. And if it's not up in a few days, one of you guys just make it. And that's what <laughs> you guys did. Somebody made the uh, Titanic uh, uh, Gloria video. Fantastic. All the, 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 my heart will go on right up until Marshan scores. And then so boom, good. Gloria. It's yeah, you got to give a, a shout out to the Brun Touchables who have completely ran with this so yeah we love you there is merch in the store yes. and before you say oh, are you trying to profit off of play gloria yes. no because we don't say play gloria that's right we say play gloria please, please which is a little more polite why don't you read the fine print hmm? yes that's a nice little tip for you in life oh yes a little more polite uh we were inspired to do it by two things one uh play gloria is trademarked that was mainly it but also the uh blues fans have been so rude that it's reminded us uh Let's let's, let's be take the, the better. high road. Here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we are taking the high road, so you can get uh, a play Gloria please shirt in the merch store. You can also get a Hit It Boys uh, shirt in the merch store. I like that Hit It Boys has become part of that as well. Yeah, and I also think that it's like wild that Hit It Boys has not been a thing that we've thought to sort of brand. I think before was, I think there was a Hit It Boys shirt at some point. Was there? Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't clearly wasn't a great one because it no. didn't take off. I do like saying Hit It Boys for anything involving any shenanigans. We're <laughs> yes, doing. hell yeah, um, yeah. And so you know, I also think that blues fans, we've heard your complaints, hmm. and okay fine maybe we shouldn't be sharing a song yeah if you don't if you don't want to share uh you can have your own song right uh so i made a song for blues fans that can be just your own promise we won't touch it at all that's you you guys get to have it um i did screw up i didn't realize till i was like pretty much done laying it down that this song's also called gloria (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so to avoid confusion, this song, this new one, will be called Gloria in parentheses, St. Louis Blues song. So there's no confusion. That is the song that's for uh, St. Louis Blues fans. Uh, Pete has not heard it. We'll yeah. play it right now, it's and you can listen world to World premiere. You could, yeah, and it'll be like the watermark <laughs> thing, because you, if you want to react over it. This is, uh, and this is us uh, breaking, breaking an artist, which is something that we've gotten into doing lately. Yeah. Uh, so. What's the name of the band that does this called? Uh, St. Louis Blues Fans. <laughs> world premiere. Gloria. Parentheses. St. Louis Blues. A one, a two, a three. Gloria, a 
we've been through it just about everything under the sun. And I'm so happy that we're both still having the fun. <laughs> Gloria. Oh, we're friends to the end, but the end is still so far away. Cause right here in your arms is where I want to stay. You came in my life at a time when I was feeling blue And I can't even put in a song just how much I love you Gloria I promise to love you for all of the rest of my time Cause I know just how lucky I am to call you mine the bridge things can get crazy but I still good i i think it was too good thank you i think that uh i think the blues fans hopefully will like it um again my bad on the uh subject matter and uh and title uh so brunt touchables gonna need you guys to help us out again we're trying to avoid confusion here when people tweet play gloria now you have to respond which one yes yes which one the one that's yours (laughs) Okay, if so, here you go, and then we send them that we send them the video or whatever. Yeah, just just make sure you clear up the confusion. Right, we are again. We're, I feel like we're doing all the work here. Blues fans are being right. huge babies, very lazy, and now we've made them their own song, and we will work tirelessly every time they tweet "Play Gloria" to help them clear up the confusion and say which one. Oh, this one here, the the one that's that's for you, <laughs> blues fans. Guess we have to do everything. Here for you go. You. Uh, what do, what do you think I was going for with that song? Uh, I, just a great song, apparently, because it was that was a really good song. Uh, I love uh, I love Gloria. I want Moria. 
Yeah, yeah. That was, I, that's, that was when I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. I was waiting for it to really like take a uh, like a, a sharp turn, like you know that meme where the car just <laughs> <laughs> caroms off the highway. I was, I was waiting for it to just take a, a drastic turn right. into like being extremely dark yeah. or something. I actually that so. Um, I w- what I was going for was the worst Tom Jones song <laughs> you've ever heard. Um, but uh, I, th- I couldn't think of what to do for that. I uh, Initially, I had the idea of like having like a really hokey song where the chorus was, So it's a one, two, St. Louis Blues. Oh, no. <laughs> and it would just be like a terrible like in-arena band kind of... Uh, like, come on, blues fans, let me just hear like one you. of those like really cringeworthy anthems, right? Just like one of those forced like the, hey. one of the ones that got the fucking uh, Tampa Bay Lightning swept in four games, right? Yeah. Right, shit like that. Uh, and then the other one was I wanted to make like a serious, depressing ballad. That's what that I was, was hoping way for. Too personal. <laughs> yes, that's what I was hoping referenced for. Referenced it like like yeah, DJ, why don't you make another joke? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so that's where I was you said that you were like maybe thinking about doing that so I was waiting for for this very cheery like very cutesy song to take an absolute like hard right turn into like a really depressing uh content. I was hoping for it. it yeah, I couldn't I got writer's block when I was uh trying to do that. But that, <laughs> that yeah, that would have been better, but uh that I just had that uh that piano thing definitely gonna need you to send me uh this this gloria because which uh, one the blues one yeah the st louis blues one gotcha okay, okay. yeah glad you cleared Let's that clear up. up the confusion yeah. uh because i'm definitely just gonna like play that at parties this summer and just see if anybody says anything oh you know what is that a late submission for song of the summer yes yeah late it is. Uh, uh, Song of the Summer, I realized this week, has to come out between February and early, and like mid-April. Uh, it's it's got to be something that's been around for a little bit. Like, I'll, I'll tell you what, the Song of the Summer uh, has already come out. It's definitely yeah. Old Town Road. Yeah. Um, and that came out forever ago, right? Yeah, it, yeah the, like the remix reinvigorated Old Town Road. Yeah. Um, so, blues fans... You're you're welcome. You're welcome. You now have the worst Tom Jones song <laughs> you've ever heard all to your all to yourself. You can also have things like vitamins all to yourself thanks to Care of. It's a subscription service that makes it easy to get vitamins, protein powders, and more personalized just for you and delivered straight to your door. Spring into a healthy routine. With the winter blues coming to an end, it's finally time to get back into a routine that empowers you to feel your healthiest. Give yourself support this season with a boost, whether you're looking for energy, better sleep, to maintain stress, to maintain stress, or something to, I guess, to keep your stress where it should be. You want a little bit of stress. You don't want it ridiculous. Like no. Mitch Hedberg said that about uh, tartar control toothpaste. Yeah. I still have tartar, but it's under control. Uh <laughs> Care of's got an online quiz that lets you know exactly what you need. It's a fun online quiz that asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices. It only takes five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically backed recommendation for vitamins, protein powders, and more. It's also super easy, convenient to take care of your health with Care of. You got a personalized Care of subscription box that gets sent right to your door every month with personalized daily packs. Great for a busy on the go lifestyle. And they even say your name on them. Shouts out Destiny's Child. 
you can experience the care of difference. It offers protein powders available in individual packets for on-the-go and tubs, all personalized to your fitness goals and dietary preferences. So go to TakeCareOf.com, and for 30% off your first order, when you go to TakeCareOf.com, enter BRUNCH30. That's BRUNCH30 when you go to TakeCareOf.com. Supplements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But I'll tell you what, care of, it's good. There you go. What a tagline. Nice. Uh, good job. I love Thank you. you. Um, guess what else I love? What? The television show, Easy. Yes, what a great thing. Friday, it sprung on us. I think that's happened twice. So, the, the, I've talked about plenty of times about how much I hate the volume of things on Netflix now, just because it's very, very overwhelming. Right. The silver lining to that is that all of a sudden, on, on a random Friday, you can just randomly get easy season three dropped right on your head and your weekend is made. Yeah, and uh, it was, I, I went to it, um, looked at, does it have all the, the same people back? Oh, all, yeah, all it does, you baby. Like? It's, it's amazing. Like, I guess it's not too crazy to get all these people to do one or two episodes, but I legitimately I haven't seen all of them. I did not see the uh, BDSM one. Ooh, okay. and I, I didn't seen all of them. I didn't see the one with Joe and I forget the other girl's name. Um, the the gay couple. Oh, you didn't see that one? No. Oh, you son of a bitch! I wanted no. to talk about that one so bad. Really? Yeah. They the, those that the, was the most infuriating episode of the of the season. I really wanted to talk about it. Why was she was she very controlling? One of them was just the worst. Was it Joe? I don't know which one. The white Joe. one. Uh, no. Oh, really? Yes. If memory serves, in season two, she was uh, she was very controlling, very controlling yeah. of her girlfriend. Uh, that's what I like about this show, though. Like you watch it, and you're like, these people who are, are seemingly nice people are doing this wrong or like doing their relationship wrong or uh i mean the i i i like the i don't know how i feel about them i like the uh, the open relationship couple yes yeah, um yeah. two episodes this this or yeah i think they like usually two and a half kind of oh yeah that's right they they end up in the uh the actress one yeah there's a, like a, a big old um ensemble right in the, in the uh, i will get to one. the actress one that was uh very very great episode of television but uh the the guy in the Love him. Uh, in the open marriage? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think that he thinks he has all the answers, and he's not doing everything right either. No, neither of them are. They're, so here's the thing. I'll, I'm about to make a declaration. Mm-hmm. Easy is the realest show on TV. Yes, yes. And people love to say that things are real. Yeah. Often when they aren't. No, yeah. Yeah. Most stuff on, on television is not real. Yeah. Uh, somebody, I, this isn't to insult this person, but somebody said, I tweeted about how good uh, this past episode of Barry was and mm. how Sarah Goldberg turned in a tour de force. And someone responded like, her speech, her rant to Barry was so real. And I was like, I hope not. That you <laughs> I hope you don't know people like that in your life. Yeah, and I, uh, I think that she's like the last person that I would ever call real. No, she's a hilarious character. I don't. We'll get to Barry later. Right. I do not understand how people don't like Sally's character. I think that she is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, she's like, great, as a person like, you wouldn't like her. Right, yeah, but that's like, that. That gets to the thing again. Like, do you understand? Not every person on a TV show or a movie right. 
Have you ever watched Seinfeld? Like, of pure yeah. heart. Like they're they're messed up real people. But yeah, uh I I I love the the woman in the 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 open marriage. Oh man, she's trouble. she's I, a a lot. She is, but I I think that she's a babe. Really? Uh, yeah, you don't think so? Uh she, her forehead is is very large. She does have a big uh she does have a big forehead. There's a lot of uh there's some confusing etiquette on her part. Why is she? Why was she sending those pictures? Oh, yeah, to to that dude, to the married the married guy. Right. Yeah. So they're in an open marriage, and she gets a crush on someone who's married and is not and is in a monogamous relationship. She's like, yeah, but I'm in an open, I'm in an open <laughs> yeah. marriage. So. They really like sort of glazed over that too, where it was yeah. just like, yeah, she she handled him wrong, and uh, the guy handled. Um, the tinder girl way wrong they go on a date and after she wants to have sex with him and he's like i'm not really feeling it and then later he like a couple days later or whenever uh he texts her to hang out and she's not as in that mindset of like okay i'm I'm trying to smarsh right now and he's like that's all he was there to do he just had sex with her and walked out immediately and you could tell that as he was leaving she was like Okay, like don't run too fast. Right. And he's like, okay, bye. Yeah, I was like, man. But I mean, I, again, I think that's like a real situation for, for sure. Like, right. That Where in his mind, he was like, well, she, the last time we hung out, she was like, he was really frustrated to have sex. Yeah, yeah, he was frustrated. She wanted to have sex the last time, so he was like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit it and quit it real quick. And she was clearly like disrespected because that wasn't a date. <laughs> yeah, the first time was a date. Right. He walked over and she was like, yeah, I'm drawing stuff. Like, how are you feeling? How's your day going? And everything and he was like nah here for one thing and one thing only i like that when he left and we walked by all their roommates uh they her roommates the roommates uh just like casually judged a book by its cover talked shit about him for a second well they were like they were like uh oh that guy comes to my coffee shop yeah one of them and which is brings me to a point very much uh, in line with easy yes yeah there are yeah. 44 people you in chicago oh my motherfucking yeah that was my big takeaway from easy i came to the conclusion after three seasons that there are about 60 people that live in chicago and they literally all know each other right i'm waiting for like the characters from the shy to pop up in <laughs> yes. easy and just be like yeah of course can't they wait know for the papa, papa episode <laughs> right yeah of like, why did all these adults hang out with papa i mean i get it but uh, also uh the last episode of The Shy, I know you're not caught up. Uh, the kids made me laugh so hard. Basically, every scene. That show rules. Go uh, on. Yeah, I was. I was gonna. I did tweet out that you know that takeaway, and a bunch of people from Chicago replied to me, and they're like, ah, "I think it's a bit more than sixty, but we definitely know all know each other." Really? Yeah. So I guess that's a Chicago thing. Really, it's like a it's a huge city that feels like a small town. Apparently. Uh, I mean, it shows how good these other episodes are. I mean, Mark Maron's episode was solid. Uh, Mark Maron got hoodwinked, by the way. How so? Because his first episode of Easy, he has sex with Emily Ratajkowski. And yeah. then now, two episodes later, now he's, he's having, having sex, sex with that old lady. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say somebody his old Mark Maron's old. Yeah. Uh, so he's he having looks, sex with an old lady. He looks good, though. Yeah, he's, he's a... He's a an older gentleman who has aged well. He looks. He just looks He's complicated. Distinguished. Yes. He uh, he just has a. You look at that guy and you're like, there's a story behind him. Yeah. Like I I totally um 
like get bought, why everyone's having sex with them. In yeah, the show. I totally bought into like him being able to seduce the young ladies because they would look at him and be like, ah, oh, that's a distinguished older gentleman, and there's a little bit of mystery wrapped around him. He's kind of an asshole, but kind of like a very interesting person. Yeah. So I get it. This is uh, great his casting. episode's interesting um, because he fears that he's getting me tooed over yes, yeah. something that uh, he doesn't remember as being a bad thing. And boy, I bet a lot of old dudes think that. Like a lot yeah. of old dudes, if someone were to be like, hey, this person you used to date is going to say something about you that they'd be like, oh, shoot, what? And then he meets with this person, and he... There's a very con- like constructive talk that like gets somewhere, which is nice. Yeah, like it's confirmed to him, like, no, you didn't, you didn't break the law or anything, but um, you were pretty unethical. He was a professor, slept with one of his... Or was dating one of his students, although it was Who like was a married. grad school student. She was married yeah. when they were? Yeah. So did she cheat on him with him? Yeah, she cheated on her husband with Mark Maron's character. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, then when they broke up or whatever, she was like, well, she that relationship she, put me in a really bad spot and you yes, probably well, should have seen that, that as they the were like, charge. She thought that they were like getting, she was thought that they were like in love and going to like be together. And he basically had sex and was like, I'm, I'm sort of out now. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, she felt that he like you used her and like used his power over her. Yeah. To have sex with her. And that's, that, that's, it's a very good episode um, because you can tell that he legitimately feels like, I didn't think right, I did anything it, wrong. What did I do wrong? And then when it's laid out to him, like, you could have helped this student as a professor helps all their students, whether you know somebody, whether you can recommend them to something. And then once you've dated and broken up with them, you're probably not going to really talk to them anymore. So, I mean, she entered into the relationship too, but like it's it puts it put her at a huge disadvantage to everybody else and basically right. closed off that potential avenue. And he like generally and like legitimately in his brain did not consider that. Right, and I thought that, that that was like a really good example of how good Easy can be because it's like the writing was really good and you could tell that what's the guy's name? Uh Joe Swanberg. Yeah. Joe, yeah, you can tell that like he understands the complexity of like these everyday situations because he's it's, it's it wasn't like a like villain and right like he didn't necessarily paint somebody into being a complete villain and make like a oh it's like a one thing or other. Right. he understands like the the intricacies and like complexities of some situations two people who went through something right. together and and it's like in um in crashing they they did they took on like the me too movement too but it was definitely more of like a well this guy's being a complete asshole and it's like clear that, that who they do that with with the um the guy who hosts the oh the the yeah who is like a, basically a caricature of just like a just like Tough an old guy. timey, like old boys club asshole, right? Like I'm gonna tell it like it right. Is so, uh, like they both were good, but I thought that you know, Easy definitely hit a lot of good notes that like make you able to understand both sides of the coin. Yeah, uh, shows how great these episodes are that we're probably ten minutes into talking about Easy uh, without men- mentioning the Brewery Brothers. I know uh, they were they're back. One more episode. Uh, where we last left off, uh, we when we started watching this, we were texting each other like, 
there's you said like there's no people more important to me than these two brothers. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like I care about these people and easy. Like I I care about more people in my own actual life. Absolutely, I have never thought about my relationship with any person the way I have like really thought about and considered the feelings of both people in any given relationship in easy. <laughs> and I don't know if it's. I mean, it's it's super impressive because we have like at most spent like two hours with these people. I, I, I guess yeah. like the Brewery Brothers have gotten four episodes to this point. Yeah. But all of them like 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. And so I've only spent like uh, two hours at most with any character in Easy. Yeah. And it's just like I, I just feel uh, maybe it's like the realism. Like I said, like it's a real show on TV. I just feel like these people, I have personal investments in their lives. Yeah. And you, know, you totally understand. That's the biggest thing. Like you understand for the most part where each person is coming from. Right. Right. Like I told is Jeff the older brother. I think so. Got to say the the older brother, uh, real handsome this year. You yeah, said that he, he maybe he lost, lost some like weight. A little weight in the face, I think. He was always um, his, mean, defe- a, his features look a little more defined this year. He always looked like a uh, like a capable man. Yes, you know, like, yeah. He uh, he looked like Alex Ovechkin's like like average Joe brother. Uh, he definitely has the lower body of a hockey player. <laughs> yeah. He has got some the thick legs. boys, thick boy legs. He has got some legs on him. And man, I, I mean, there are a lot of people, uh, pretty people in this show. Yeah. Um, but those brothers, both both very good looking. And then Dave Franco still wearing the partners, shit out of jean jackets. I know nothing but jean jackets. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, and then their partners who uh, are really are becoming the breadwinners in yep. each of their relationships uh, are Aya Cash and Zazie Beats. Mm-hmm. Man, maybe that's why I like Good those for episodes you guys. so much. Yeah. You're just like watching the prettiest people in the world, and their friend, the one that uh, does the stuff with uh, the little brother, the the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, weird yeah. looking yeah. fellow. Yeah. He's got his own look going on. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is a look. Yeah, uh, I, I I just I love those episodes. Yeah, uh, I'll say uh, the I think the older brother gets a little bit of a boost this year because he becomes a lot less business casual. Like he's he's wearing uh, he's wearing more. Uh, cool fits, yeah. So fit check for for uh, older brother Jeff. A plus. Yes, good uh, good job. Approval rating on older brother Jeff. Uh, what, what would your approval? I gotta look this up. Is there a name? It's his Jeff name is and Jeff. One. I think so. He one of them is Jeff. I think yes. I think older brother is Jeff. Okay, what would the younger one be? Let's uh, see. Shit, I don't know. Dave Franco, easy. I really don't know his name. I I probably couldn't tell you like any character in Easy's name. I'm totally invested in the show, and you I know what's weird. You. The only one I remember is Joe, and I didn't watch that episode. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't remember. I was gonna say uh, Jake Johnson is Nick, but no, that's, new that's girl. <laughs> his character in New Girl and his character in everything. Yeah. So you can understand my confusion. Um. Shoot. Uh. Jeff. Uh, oh, okay. We're pulling it up on IMDb with Zazie Beats, Aya Cash, Evan Jonakit, Jonakite, Jonakit, whatever. Um, come on. I got an ad for Progressive. I don't know why that should stop. <laughs> Jeff is Dave Franco. Oh, okay. Evan Jonakite is Matt. 
I don't even think I've ever heard them call him Matt. That's, <laughs> are you sure? Uh, yeah, that guy for sure looks like an Evan, though. He's uh, he's got yeah. the face of an Evan. He's married to uh, Zasha Mamet. Who's that? Uh, Shoshana from uh, from Girls. I don't. You'll realize Zasha. Her. She got a little. She she could play someone in a family oh, with Christine Baranski. Dude, isn't that the girl who plays in Mamma Mia? No. Wait. Do you, why do you think that, that, that? Do you think that's young uh, Christine Baranski? Yeah. Kind of. She's got. Yeah, a I was. Uh, I was incorrect, but she for sure looks like Christi- she has a Christine Baranski face, especially from a distance. Yeah, she's got a little bit. I didn't notice that a until, little length to it uh, until. Yeah, that's right. Until I pulled her up right now. So uh, yeah, where we last left off with the brothers is they had split off. Uh, because Matt, apparently, um, <laughs> was Matt allegedly. The, I rewatched the season two episode. Matt, for the he's the business guy yeah. at the brewery. He is like the worst brewery manager ever. <laughs> all Jeff's doing is trying to come up with new ideas for beers, and he was like, "No, our IPA sells well. We just got to keep making that IPA." I'm like, "Dude, you can't have one beer and it be an IPA. No one is going to go to that brewery. They can get that." Anywhere, yeah. But to be fair, uh, was like sticking in line with the the show. He's never managed a brewery before. Oh, he, true. Yeah, he came from oh, the nice. business world. What? <laughs> That's my impression of the guy from. I think you should leave. Oh, the <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's one of his lines. Another one is that. <laughs> I'm glad that that guy's becoming a star. Do you know how old he is? Like, gotta be ninety. 81. Okay, got it. He's 81 years old, and he has he has the comic chops <laughs> that I'll never have in my life. Can you imagine being 81 years old and like finally hitting stardom? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, he's a, uh, I, he's like a a, a well known Spanish actor, I think. Okay, or he's a Cuban actor. He's in stuff, but it's like uh, Spanish uh, language gotcha. um, programming. Um, but yeah, what were we, oh you were saying that it falls in line with him because he doesn't yeah. know anything about breweries. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah. There, it seems, just seems like a pretty dumb family, <laughs> <laughs> except for Ayakash and Zazie Beats. Yeah, well, they're, not, they're not actually in the family, they're right? Like it's not lines. blood, right? Yeah. Uh, Dave Franco. Dave Franco had a very good scene where he was apologized. So he gets. So yeah, they they break off, and uh, uh, Jeff is back in the garage doing the illegal thing. Uh, gets arrested. On back-to-back nights, yeah, is that it? A yeah. uh, neighbor keeps calling the cops, I so love... he assaults the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> he's such an idiot. I do love the he fact he's very stupid. Yeah, he's, he's so dumb. Um, I, I I think the hardest that I laughed in that episode was when uh, he gets arrested the first time, and his his wife goes to pick him up. Partner, partner I don't goes think to married. Pi- sorry, uh, his baby mama goes to pick him up at uh, in jail. Bails him out, brings him home, and then she says, uh, you're waking up for the baby tomorrow. And he goes, but it's Friday. He's like, I have it's- to brew today for the illegal thing I just got arrested for. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? That's, you're taking a break from that, dude. You're, there, there's heat on you right now. <laughs> it's like if this was Grand Theft Auto, you'd you still got five have two stars, stars on you. <laughs> Like you literally just sold beer to miners. Yes. Uh, so oh, that was wrong. Oh, did you notice who one of the miners was? Yes, the church girl from That's season right. two. Man, what was that called? Glad uh, to pro- see she's doing pro- well. Prodigal daughter was the name of that episode. Was it? Yeah. Oh man, that episode was a fucking infuriating ride. It, it had uh, the queen in it. Um, uh, what? Why can't I think of her name? Uh, the best. Shoot. Why can't I think of her name? 
She's in Judy everything. Greer? Judy Greer. Yeah. yeah. She is in everything. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I do like the fact that they keep finding ways to like just keep uh, tying people in because I think the stand-up comedian in one of the episodes, uh, I forget which one, this season, he was the Uber driver. From, oh, really? From uh, season two, yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, Jeff keeps getting arrested. Yep. The business is thriving for Matt. the... Uh, no, for... I guess uh, both of them. For the... No, for the doggy treat thing. Oh, true. Well, they, I mean, I guess all of their businesses are thriving because Matt's obviously expanding and hiring people. Well, Je- I, Jeff's brewery is like was named the, the seventh best. Uh, oh, yeah. It was on a, pun, uh, on podcast. a, a podcast. Yeah. said that uh, he was. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I went and rewatched the season two episode where uh, Jeff decides I'm leaving the brewery. I'm going back to the garage. And it made me realize I, I've been clipping. Uh, reaction videos like if i see something that's funny i'll uh clip it send it to my phone add it to favorites so i can respond to stuff with that i mean the gold standard for that obviously is russell westbrook saying ah ah, that's pretty interesting but i also done it with uh one of my favorite moments of this hockey season sorry blues fans we're going to talk hockey if that's okay (laughs) with you uh was when chris wagner missed uh an open net and after the game uh, he he'd had a big game, and after the game, Cassidy was asked about him, and he said, "Oh, he plays great, blah blah blah." But you got to get him to work on hitting an open net, and then he goes, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <laughs> so uh, for sure, clipped that. Uh, use it all the time. Uh, yesterday, Stephen A. Smith, when he was talking about the Knicks, he had. Let me find. Uh, do you have my phone? I yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, I did. This is was it him in the dark responding to the no, the but thing? that was that great. was hilarious. The sounds that he made at the end of that video were amazing. <laughs> this is great. Uh, this is what I clipped from him yesterday. This was even before the lottery. Uh... I mean, this is a good look, man. I'm da- ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the best. So yeah, I got some of those, um, and you could make one million of those. All of Jeff. You could make everything that Jeff says can be one of those clips where he's like, are we doing this? I'm, t- I, oh, I'm so serious. Are you serious? Oh, my God. I'm serious. I'm so serious. <laughs> that is a, that's like a that. really, really good Dave, and, Dave Franco is impression. It? No. Yeah, because that's exactly what he sounds like all the time. Just like asking questions. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have not figured out if Dave Franco is a good actor. A lot of him is uh, being very emotional yeah. uh, and then immediately apologizing for being yeah. emotional. Like I, I think that he is a he's good at like one or two things, and yeah. then he just only gets cast to do those things. His scene when he's apologizing to his partner, and uh, he's using like a lot of vocalized pauses, and he just doesn't. He's like, and um, I, I know it's stupid, and I, I don't, I, I'm, and I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and you just keep yeah. saying yeah, and like I've seen that before. Yeah, I've probably no, done that sure. before. Yeah, you know, I, I think that he's like he was perfectly cast. I will say like. The casting in this show is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's perfectly cast in this show because he's just, like, good at being sort of, like, real. Just, like, an average real person. Yeah. Uh, so that episode is very good. Oh, the, the brothers have stopped talking to each other. Yes. Which, and I didn't like that because... I know. Like, my favorite part of that, that their story is, like, their dynamic and how they interact with each other and sort of how they butt heads. You know what's weird? Uh, neither of us have brothers. Right. I think we kind of just like 
want that dynamic. Yeah, like why? Maybe that's why we're both so drawn to those two, right? Like that. I've never really had that. Uh, like they're close, but they're like kind of. Eh, they, you know? they 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 bicker. Yeah, there's and, a lot of like. Uh, and they're different people, but they're the same people in a lot of ways. Yes, there's yeah. a lot of uh, dead dad. Um, oh, they do talk a lot. Yeah, this, this last hope, episode is basically the beginning of Mamma Mia 2. They're <laughs> yes. like, I, I, they want to make sure that you know that dad is dead. Yeah. Uh, I hope dad is is uh, buried. Right. Not not to... Matt says... No pun intended, but yeah. I hope that they don't harp on that moving forward. Yeah. Uh, Matt enough says... Dead dad talk for years. Matt, Matt says to uh, his wife that... It's difficult getting through this current fight they're in because dad would always dad would always fix it. He'd dad, be the uh, the arbitrator. Yeah, yeah. He would always mediate and everything would be okay. And then when Dave when Jeff is apologizing, he's saying, I uh I'm sorry why I was so crazy and obsessed with this garage thing, but brewing is what I used to do with my dad. Yeah. And you're like, We find out that it's a, it's the dad thing. So at the same time they're both uh, and what, what do they say? They both they both say the same exact thing. I think to uh, their partner to Aya Cash. Like she hears them both say the same thing about the other one, and then she has some little like. I, I, well, I the one the one oh, that uh, Matt uh, says I, like I don't want to let, him, let him win. They, yeah, they each say uh, I can't let let him win. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. Just very, very good. Uh, shouts out everybody in those episodes. But I would say the number one episode of this season is not Brewery Brothers, and it's not the open marriage people. It's the actress and the butcher, played by Jake Johnson. And, man, I didn't even think they're... I think they've only had one other episode. Uh, no. Or they've, they've had multiple? No, I don't think... I thought that this was the first time that we met both of them. No, no, no. Jake they, Johnson's had an episode? Yeah. Has he? Yeah, uh, I think you only saw him in Skype, though. It was uh, her like they broke up uh, because she had gotten an acting job and was going to move. I don't remember that. It was it. I think I only watched it once. It was not a great episode. Okay. Um, this one, she comes back. Uh, she's back in town for a day and meets up with him, and they get drunk. And they reconcile for a little bit, and they just have this like drunken night of nothing, no funny business, just reconnecting, just like just legitimately reconnecting, and like there's man. like a lot of uh, you can tell that like Jake Johnson's uh, many apprehensive, years of, uh, <laughs> many years of playing the, the, <laughs> yeah. the drinking nice guy. I said, I, uh, I literally, I texted you, and I was like. Man, this is the perfect role for Jake Johnson because he just gets to be the average Joe wearing a flannel and drinking. He plays a... I mean, they both play drunk so well to the point that yeah. I wonder, like, did they get a little buzzed for this? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, Jake Johnson's had plenty of practice with that role. Yeah. Um, he just... It seems like like his role in Drinking Buddies was perfect. Yeah. Um, it just seems like that's, that's the role that he was born to play, so... Uh, no surprise that he knocked it out of the park. But yeah, I thought that this was probably the best episode of the series. There, it was just like, just nonstop, just them two vibing it out. Yeah. Um, and when he finishes her sentence, when she's saying that, like, you know, part of me wants to, like, there's the part of me that wants to be this actress and have this job and is focused on this. 
and the other part is and he finishes the sentence he's like the the fantasy of like being in a relationship and stuff and that was not what she was going to say mm, nope. it's like oh man but like you know where he's coming from and then they kind of it, it kind of unravels but it's just played so well I did love from him uh they get to the second bar order drinks she gets a uh vodka tonic i think or a vodka soda he orders uh vodka on the rocks takes uh, his drink and says to her this was not as a joke he was like, that's strong. Why did you like that so much? <laughs> what did you expect? On the rocks. You, yeah. only, you only had him put alcohol in the glass. <laughs> that, that, I, I, uh, my big takeaway from that you, was... You that, say like, that's strong when you order a, like mixed, a mixed drink, drink. Yeah, and true. it's mostly alcohol. Just that's true. Like, oh, man. That I don't know what I was me. expecting when I drank <laughs> nothing but vodka there. Uh, yeah, that, I think I was more thrown off on that scene because I just didn't expect Jake Johnson to order straight up vodka. Yeah. That's not a Jake Johnson thing. Whiskey? Yeah. Yeah. Whiskey or beer. Yeah. I wish the one he was like that strong and the bartender was like 80 proof. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, kind I of mean, standard with these vodkas. That was a pretty, uh, pretty heartbreaking episode. Yeah. Uh, in the end, it plays, it, it, uh, it Makes sets up a very cliche ending. And I legitimately didn't know if it was going to go full into the cliche because sometimes cliches are true. She chases after him. Right. You don't know what's going to happen. I won't spoil it. Uh, she but it doesn't, doesn't find him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that, that that this season did really, really well with um, with setting up further episodes, and and maybe that's because like Joe Swanberg. Yeah, I, I think they that's don't his need name. to. They, they don't. There's no rush on this to end or to no. make another season. Right. It could literally end, and I'd still be like, they can oh, chip that's a away bummer, at this, like however they'd like. Yeah, but I, I think that maybe there's he's doing a better job of sort of leaving these cliffhangers or teases because the show is doing well, I assume. I, I never know what these Netflix shows anymore. I'll like, tell you, uh, I, I, this was one of my top notes on the whole Easy thing. Uh, part of me sometimes thinks that Easy only exists in your and my brains because <laughs> yeah. I've never heard anybody else talk about I Easy. No, but I, I and think, it is star-studded and incredible. No, but I, I think that that it's maybe just within like our brunch circle. But uh, people are are, are uh, catching on to Brewery Brothers. Like I've heard people talk about. Brewery I Brothers. tweeted such a specific uh, Brewery Brothers meme. The nut button. Yeah, I was like, when yeah, the new season yeah. of Easy drops, skip straight to however many Brewery Brothers. You got some likes on there. That. It got like four. There you which, go. Right up your alley. Standard. Yes. Um, and somebody responded and was like, this is the specific uh, Netflix show that not a lot of people watch maybe <laughs> meme I was looking Hell for. Hell yes. Um, did, you, uh, did you watch the second episode of The Open Couple? Yes. That like the that one I was like I think 45 minutes long and yes. about 20 minutes is dedicated just to one scene in a bar and that scene it was, was great. a tour de force for that uh the woman that you were talking about. Oh, absolutely. Who, she was unbelievable in that scene. Yeah, I mean I cuz I go you go back and forth thinking like which person is of more sound mind right now? Which person actually cares more about the relationship? Which person needs more space from the relationship? And it bird is, just flew into bird the window. Just flew into the window, and it made a full recovery. There it goes. It's flying away. Very embarrassed. <laughs> that was, it was like, yeah, that was a real like, that was a real pop. 
Yeah. Other birds were yelling. Nobody saw it as it flew away. <laughs> You're good, man. Very supportive. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of supportive, there's a video out there of a little kid trying to do a karate thing. And he, he's not able to break the board. And he's crying because he can't do it. And he just doesn't believe in himself. And uh, his kids suck. His fellow uh, kids in the class are saying, like, come on, you can do it. They're chanting for him. They're chanting for him. Eventually, he breaks it, and everybody cheers, and it's going viral. And everyone's saying, oh, man, imagine having a great group of friends like this. Look how supportive they are. It's so weird to put a a video of a child, a crying child, in what that kid might consider an embarrassing moment. I don't know. Did the kid come away from it being like... Hell yeah, it, it, that that was all great for me. That was just like a growing experience in that kid's life. Let him just have it by himself. Show it to your family. Show it to people like that. Don't, that kid's going to grow up and he's, maybe he wants that video out there. Maybe he doesn't. But man, stop making so many decisions for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't get the choice whether or not he goes viral. Um, yeah. But I also think that like it, it doesn't really matter because nobody's going to fucking remember that video in like five minutes. So it's, it's you're really banking on the world ending if you're putting videos of your kid that uh, they might not like. But I think that it, I mean whatever. Like your parents do a lot of things that their kids might not like in ten years. Yeah. So I don't necessarily have a problem with it. It's a great video. I I thought yeah. that, that it was like a. I did like a the nice video. I felt like good. I shouldn't have seen it though. Yeah, that's fa- fair enough. Um, also, I made this joke to you on Twitter, but mm, redemption arc for that kid. Mm. Well, yes, pretty problematic. I know. Don't not here for redemption arcs. A lot of uh, problems. I feel like we're definitely going to have to circle back on easy with the uh, with the lesbian episode because I want to talk about that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I could honestly, I got two more to watch. I could talk about easy. Like we could have a separate podcast for easy because there's so much to to digest and talk about. Again, those are. I want to talk about those people. I like more the than guys any, uh, selling the, um, the toys. Selling the toys. I didn't consider that. Like you, they they go to just like a bodega or something like that. Right. Load up and then uh, and then turn a profit. It was like a. It was like chef. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a very fun uh, journey of just selling stuff in different places. Speaking of chef, uh, our guys at LCP Lights Camera Podcast uh, put out a lot of good videos, and they put out uh, or just like clips um Mm -hmm. and it makes me it made me think remember my idea for uh it's called like brunch scenes or something like that like whenever we're talking about a scene that we like just just, tweet it out there just tweet it out there um they they kind of do that and they did uh the video of what was he making oh and they were making the cuban sandwiches um they said right after we talk about right by the way they said is this the most delicious scene in movie history absolutely not no. not even the most delicious scene in that of, movie of that movie no i think it's a it's a huge tie between uh when he's makes the pasta dish for scarjo yep. and when he makes the grilled cheese yeah. for his son yeah those are the the two the ones where he cooks in his apartment are the best ones when he cuts the grilled cheese that oh, crunch yeah, and then when the kid bites into I it know. it's like what's that uh, like a- asmr yes yeah i would listen to that scene in asmr hell yeah and um, the, the music in the scar joe scene is awesome the soundtrack of that movie is, really really good is great i love that movie the uh the, the also the scene where he like just prepares so much fucking food after at the, yeah after at basically the like getting fired yeah I don't really. I didn't really understand that, and it kind of makes me mad every time I see it because he prepares. He just an went home and cooked it anyway. Fucking, huh? He just went home and cooked it anyway. 
Yeah. yeah. Which, which, like, did he eat it? I, I need to know. Like, if he didn't eat that, know. it's going to give me well, anxiety. Well, remember that the critic said uh, that's probably why he gained weight. Because he's, he's, uh, eat, he's eat, eating all the food that yeah, no one's eating. That, that's he's, getting sent back. Yeah. They don't want... Uh, Dustin Hoffman did not like the sweetbreads. Uh, you want to talk about Barry a little bit? Yes. All right. Cool. Uh, but let first, let's talk about traveling. Because you know, uh, we do a little traveling. But... If uh, when you're traveling, a good piece of luggage and, and a suitcase can change your life. Wouldn't we know it? Shouts out Efron. Yeah, baby, uh, that old bag. But away travel is here to bring you first class luggage at a coach price. And uh, Away uses high-quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. You can choose from nine colors and four sizes. There's the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the large. They make it pretty easy for you with those, uh, those titles. You know exactly what you're getting. But the key feature designs, all suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistant, and they're very lightweight. The interior features a patent-pending compression system, helpful for overpackers. I love to overpack. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many days I'm going, I'm overpacking. Uh, four 360-degree spinner wheels, which guarantee a smooth ride. TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. And there's a removable, washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from clean, which is clutch. Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. That's huge. It brings you a chargeable uh, thing on your suitcase, which is amazing. They give you a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for you for life. You can get a 100-day trial. Live with it. Vibe with it. Travel with it. Instagram it. If at any point you decide it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states. So uh, carry-on sizes are compliant with all U.S. major airlines while maximizing the amount that you can pack. Best bang for your buck. If you're in town, please be sure to visit Away Travel at the retail store in New York City. They sent us, or they sent me, a uh, a travel thing. A, uh, I think I got the the bigger carry-on. It's amazing. Nice. I cannot wait to use it. It's, it's honestly, yeah. legitimately unreal. I'm very, very happy that I got one of these. Fantastic. So, if you want to join me in being an Away Travel customer... Uh, you can do that by going to awaytravel.com slash brunch for $20 off your first suitcase. So visit awaytravel.com slash brunch uh, and let's get traveling, baby. Away. Travel away. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to fight people on this. This was the best Barry episode of the season, which I guess isn't that crazy of a take because it's the penultimate episode of a season and usually the second to last episode of a series or a season is the best one this was the best episode of the season yeah um it wasn't the craziest yeah. and it wasn't the it, it was really good i will say it was really good but i think that when i think back on uh, on this season i'm always gonna think of the uh, the chase with yeah the karate karate dad yeah that was the craziest episode this i thought this had more. Everybody was in it, um, yep. and everybody was awesome. This was Sally's best episode. 
Hank was hilarious. This was sneaky Henry Winkler's best episode, I thought. Henry Henry Winkler was really, really good uh, throughout in every his situation. Two, his scenes with Barry were amazing. When when he learns about the um, the audition, when he learns about the audition, and then when he's breaking it down scene by scene, and he's talking about what is possibly the stupidest sounding movie in the world, <laughs> and he's trying to break it into like like acting things like all right so first the guy bangs your girlfriend you're feeling <laughs> lost then you shit in the pie there's, so he eats it there's a lot of uh justin williams would have loved this episode because there's a lot of talk lot about of, eating shit a lot of poop eating imagery yes uh yeah justin williams who just committed to a poop eating metaphor longer than i have ever heard any person <laughs> commit to a poop eating metaphor um yeah i, I just love when he's like so you shit in a pie to get him to eat it. Then, by some cruel twist of irony, you end up eating <laughs> the shit pie. Uh, I also thought that the the head honcho at the the talent agency was great. The guy carrying around the big ass exercise <laughs> yeah. ball. He's like, wait, how tall are you? Yeah, the uh, yeah the six two thing was hilarious. Uh, Allison Jones being there was hilarious. I looked it up to see if that was really Allison Jones because I've never seen Allison Jones before. That is indeed Allison Jones. If you've ever watched any TV show before at, or movie in the credits, it always says casting by Allison Jones. I would love to pick her brain for five minutes because I don't know how she has time to do all that. Does it just take like one second to yeah. cast a show or something? I have no idea. She's casted every, I feel like she's casted everything I've ever watched. Allison Jones was a big uh, uh, big part of uh, Lena Waite's story. Oh, really? Yeah, she okay. was. Uh, she knew Lena, and then when they were casting Master of None, she was like, yo, Lena, you want to act in this show? And got her either an audition or a read, something like that, and the rest is history. Interesting. Who? who so what? What scene is she in? She uh, when he reads. Okay. 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 Uh, gotcha. Yeah. It's uh, Allison the, Jones on the left. Jay Roach is in the middle. Yeah. I love that he says uh, he calls him Jay Roach. Yeah. Like yeah, he's like never like a, said the name or heard the name before. <laughs> it sounds like a. It sounds like a rapper. Yeah. He's like uh, Jay Roach. Like Jay Rock. Uh, Sally. Sal. That's yeah. Sally stole this episode. From her meeting over the awful show to when Barry tells her about the the audition, in the her, car? she goes so she, no no like when they're standing uh, when they're standing reading? at uh, the agency, she oh, okay, comes yeah, yeah. out and she and, yeah. uh, they they told her they're going to get her a meeting with uh, that producer, and she <laughs> comes out and she says how happy she is uh, that she's. Uh, She's getting the recognition she deserves and being very much Sally, making it like, hey, this good thing's happening. Obviously, it should because I am the best. (laughs) And then he's like, oh, cool. I got an audition. And she her face just (laughs) just distraught. So mad. Yeah, she's 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 honestly great. Uh, I love her. She's just so good. uh, I I think you would agree. I'm a lot better (laughs) than you. Uh, yeah, I, now that you say it, like this, I forgot how many good scenes there were in this episode. Yeah, I, I, I watched it twice, um, and everybody was good. Barry's line from the movie that, uh, what's up? I forgot the guy's name, but some stupid name. Uh, he's like, what's up, you shitbird? Want some pie? <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. 
Uh, it's like the worst. I'm movie glad. Ever. I'm glad that like the uh, that Barry has has still stuck with those absolutely ridiculous like comedic humor points because that was the biggest one I think. In yeah, this when episode. she's like continue and yes. she's like dead silence and he says that stupid line. Uh, he's uh, yeah. Uh, the they're setting up the finale to be mm-hmm. an absolute whopper. If well, you crazy cliffhanger. Yeah, um, Randy raised this point, though. Barry does have to start to make good on some of these cliffhangers. Yeah. uh, When when it sets up, okay, now so-and-so is screwed, that person actually has to get some comeuppance. Right, like how many... What's the leash? He compared there? it. What's he compared it, it to Silicon Valley, which is a very good comparison because it's Alec Berg and also, I mean, I I think the comparison that I would make is is Walking Dead because Walking Dead always has these fucking cliffhangers and then they never they find a way to wriggle their way out of it. Yeah, and I mean, it's happened too many times with Barry. I'm on the fence of whether I want uh, Cusano to die. I think that Cusano is the best, but. If they kill him off, it will make this show every bit as crazy as right. it's, it's like it's the been Game of Thrones positioning thing. itself to be. It's like the Game of Thrones thing where it's like a big reason why everybody got in on Game of Thrones was because they were they were not afraid to 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 be bold and make those decisions where like you always have to question what's going to happen in this show. Right. Because they can fearlessly kill off one of their best characters. Yeah. But if that I don't understand what Fuchs's incentive to do that is though if because if he kills Cusano, all he does is well he give, makes it, he makes it look like Cusano killed the girlfriend yes right. so all he's doing there is giving barry zero incentive to work anymore or to do anything with uh with uh fuchs because his the thing that's hanging over barry's head that he killed moss has now gone away right. if that happens. Yeah, that's true. And, and also, that would completely free Barry up to kill Fuchs. Fuchs. Yeah. Right, exactly. Did you see what the scenes from next week are? No. Well, I, it was Barry saying, I'm going to kill you. All it was was just him saying, I'm coming for you, Fuchs. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. So what do you think? Do you think that Cusano is dead? The fact that Barry being on the phone with Fuchs saying, I'm coming for you, would seemingly Suggest. set up that he didn't get to him in time. Although it's possible he did, then they went their own separate ways, and then they were on the phone later, and he said that. But I think that I think that Barry owes it to us. I, it thinks they put themselves in this situation. I think they got to kill Cusano. Uh, yeah. To actually give us a... I don't know if they have the man, balls. This crazy thing happened, and it actually... Like, like I, I can't have the craziest thing in this se- uh, season... Be that a little girl flew. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm caring less That's about true. that kid by the day. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know if they have the balls, and I also I think that they've been good enough at getting out of the previous cliffhangers where they didn't deliver. But like at some point, you it's you you're, you don't want them to keep like writing themselves in circles. Yeah. Where they're like they're here's a cliffhanger. Right. And then, like Ooh, he's gonna we'll get caught for to something it this else. Time. Okay. Yeah. He gets off. Oh, he's gonna get. I mean, they've they've done that a couple times so far. Yeah. With it Moss. seems like, it seems like there hasn't really been like a big event in the show that's like changed everything for right. a while. I mean the the the, the, the other the one, one last season was him killing his friend. Right. Like that. That was when. After that, I was like, I don't know if I can watch this show. This show is brutal. 
too much. Yeah. yeah. They, they're, and that hasn't happened. Like, I mean, Barry hasn't... Has Barry killed anybody this season? Uh... No, I don't think so. I mean, he technically didn't kill the uh, he didn't kill the karate guy. Yeah, no, he didn't. Couldn't seal the deal on the girl either, on the kid. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't even think of it. This was a great Hank episode. Hank had maybe my favorite line. No, I don't know. It's it's tough to have a favorite Hank line because he has so many. But when he's giving the speech on the bus and he says, "I am optometrist by nature." Yeah, um, the bus scene was ridiculous. That was just like totally over the top. Yeah, and just insane. Um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see if uh, if if Hank loses, he he's lost his his team. He's lost the locker room. Yeah, uh, someone suggested. Oh, I was Gary Tangway. He was like, "What if now? Uh, what if now Hank has." is like losing everybody barry's losing everybody like what if they they end up becoming roommates or something that'd be great that'd be amazing like there for that dynamic i would say that uh that hank and crystal ball are probably on the outs i would assume so after the whole tried to set you on fire thing (laughs) do you think that he'll uh get to esther i mean you have to right because i I mean i guess not i mean he has to those people are going to kill him if right. uh, he doesn't kill them first, like they're not just gonna let it go that they just took out. Yeah, I don't know their men. I, I I honestly like don't know what their purpose serves in the show at this point. Yeah, they're kind of just like a a side story that just keeps. Well, really, to to have Hank doing his own thing, right? They're the other people, that but like just... they, they they serve no greater importance Hmm. not to like barry's not really involved other than training them and now he's done with them so barry has no connection to to hank really right now i feel like that's coming yeah they're they're obviously gonna find each other right they're they're way back to each other but yeah i think that things are pretty segmented right now as it stands Hmm. uh so you want to talk about crazy things that have happened in uh tv shows uh arthur had uh the made the mr ratburn character gay and i saw the scene there at his wedding they don't know who he's marrying weird that's kind of crazy being yeah. at a wedding and not not knowing it's a wedding is. blind date yeah um <laughs> and it was great it was uh it's, it's really cool that that uh arthur did that and probably overdue to have kids seeing uh same-sex couples in uh, in the, also the shows they watch and everything. Really cool that Arthur is still on TV because I had no idea that that was still happening. It's in its 22nd season. My biggest takeaway, uh, though, is it just it's crazy that he invited his students to his wedding. Yeah, very weird. And also his students that have been in the like second grade for 22 years. Yeah, they, they've known this guy for 20. They've been in this guy's class for 22 years and they know him, they're close enough with him to go to his wedding and they don't know who, who it is. Seeing? They don't. They don't know Wait, what's what's Mister Rapper and trying to hide here. What's going on? Yeah, like is this guy a criminal or something? It's like either these kids are the worst friends ever. Yeah. Or Mister Rapper is a real sketchy fellow. Uh, they made him. They they, they st- also they shamed Mister Rapper right away. They sent him back to being uh, a huge dork. Did you see uh, him dancing at his wedding? Yes. Yeah. Bad dancer. Yeah. Bad dancer. Also. Uh, his his uh his husband no offense mm-hmm. uh not a looker 
He, no, Mr. Rackburn he, could do better. He's been had like bad hair, right? Yeah, he had like a very uh, middle aged, like sort of toupee haircut. Well, how old do you think Mr. Rackburn is? Well, he's got to be at least twenty two, and uh, <laughs> and plus, like probably twenty years old to be a teacher. Hmm. So he's got to be in his forties at least. I'd say maybe older. Mr. Rackburn's deal is he's. Uh, just like very he's very well read right like yeah. he's like he's a, a distinguished fellow yes exactly so word uh, of the day is distinguished so congratulations to uh mr ratburn on his nuptials congratulations to his husband for uh out kicking his coverage because that guy is uh boring as hell yes and the colin con- jost of arthur characters yes a one a two Just about everything under the sun And I'm so happy that we're both still having the fun Gloria We're friends to the end, but the end is still so far away Cause right here in your arms is where I want to stay You came in my life at a time when I was feeling blue And I can't even put in a song just how much I love you Gloria I promise to love you for all of the rest of my time Cause I know just how lucky I am to call you mine can get crazy but I still Yeah. 